Welcome to Insights to Strength. I'm your host, Jay Love, and this podcast was curated to remind you that you are not your circumstance. Join me as I encourage you through the Word of God, help you to identify your strengths, and vocally walk alongside you in purpose. Good afternoon, seekers, and happy Tuesday. Here are your Tuesday's thoughts. This is definitely later than normal um, for your receiving time. However, that does not mean that the message that I have to receive is any less important. <laughs> right, sometimes we have a Tuesday thought and sometimes we don't, but we glorify God. Anyhow, I am your host, Jay Love, and this is the Insights to Strength podcast. I'm so ever grateful that you joined us. Um, I'm sitting here in my creative space and I was like, Lord, you know, preparing some other things. But I'm like, Lord, is there anything that you want to say to the people today? Right. Because we've been working on a, cu- a couple of things over here. But Mike, is there anything? Is there Are there any Tuesday thoughts that you may have? And I immediately heard the words, um, let your light shine. Yeah, those are the words I heard. Let your light shine. I said, okay, what? So what shall we, mm, what shall we say to these things? Well, what do you want (laughs) to, what does that mean exactly? Let your light shine, right? And so recently I received a couple of, uh, a couple of text messages Um, of encouragement. And I'm going to read one that kind of really just brought me to tears. And the person who sent me this was just shared. They said, I don't know if you needed to hear this or not, but I'm proud of you. Times get get rough, but you always manage to smile. They said to stay strong and push through. You are the embodiment of black excellence and the perfect painted picture of an achieving black woman. Continue to shine your light and giving insights of what it means to be strong-minded, keeping your faith and loving yourself. You're doing an amazing job, and I can't wait to see what else you are going to conquer in this life. And I'm like, ah. <laughs> you know, um, the the words right um, were absolutely touching and heartfelt. And I am like, Lord, what you want me to do with these words? <laughs> Some other words of encouragement that I've just kind of uh, received over the last couple of days have come from different people. And again, just at different times. But it is a, they have been reminders for me to um, just keep going, Right. Keep going. Um, I've had friends to check on me, you know, these last couple of weeks. So I, I, I must admit they have been, they've been forcing me to dig deep, right? Forcing me to dig deep and to gain focus and clarity. Most importantly, it's been to surely uh, gain clarity on what God wants me to do. Um, I've been making space and I've been allotted space to, uh, make some pretty grand decisions, uh, (laughs) 
So I've been released from a couple of things so that I could actually process, right? So people are understanding and are actually respecting of my boundaries. And that, here's the thing. Here's the beautiful part of those boundaries um, or being uh, given these opportunities or being surrounded with people who understand you is that even when you're not speaking, the Lord shares with them what's on your heart, right? Text messages with people saying, say, I just wanted to say I am and I am praying for you and that I did pray for you this morning, right? Um, people applauding obedience and being reminded to be still and stay still and man, I'm just... <laughs> being reassured that, you know, God is with me. And when I say, these have been the messages from friends and even some family members and, you know, um, unexpected people, right? Messages from unexpected people. Just these are what I consider to be nudges of, nudges from God. Right. And so I'm going, there's a scripture that I'm currently looking for. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm about to pull it up. I should have pulled it up before I got on here, but that's okay. It's okay. Y'all get to hang with me for a little bit, but I want in this time, I'm going to encourage you to let your light shine. Let your light shine. The scripture that I'm looking for is, um, Lord, sorry, y'all. Let your light shine before others, right? Let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father, which is in heaven. In the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father, who is in heaven. I, I think I just read to you two different translations, uh, but I'm going to pick it up if you want to know or look for it even for yourself. You can always turn to the Grant Hand Dandy Bible, right? And you can go and turn the pages with me, as you may even be hearing them right now. To Matthew verse, chapter five, verses sixteen. All right, Matthew <laughs> chapter five, verse sixteen. Right, and in this chapter, um, whereas the Beatitudes, right? Um, but God also. Uh, establishing us as the salt and light of the earth. So let's read it. I'm going to go to verse 13. You are the salt of the earth, but if the salt loses its saltiness, how can it be made salty again? It is no longer good for anything except to be thrown out and trampled underfoot. You are the light of the world, a town built on a hill, a town that is built on a hill that cannot be hidden. Neither do people light a lamp and put it under a bowl. Instead, they put it on its stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. In the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. So if you allow your light to shine, if you be exactly who you were meant to be, if you receive yourself, that's what I hear. The Lord wants us to receive ourselves and be okay with who you are. With all your quirks, <laughs> with all your corniness, me, right? With everything that you have to offer, give it to yourself first. And when you give it to yourself, 
he gives it, he, he allows it, he illuminates it, right? When I spend time with him and in him, he illuminates what's within that other people are then able to see, right? Your light then shines outward, right? To see who you are when you're not even trying to display anything. Right, but it's a reminder to you, and again, the one the thing that I just keep hearing is a reminder to be called to be. It's God is calling us to just be, to rest in Him, to be still in Him, to um bury your face in His presence. Give Him your presence so He can then give it to you. Dwell in Him, right. So that he can share with you not only what he's doing, but who you are. So he can light you up, right? Stay lit for the Lord, huh? But that was what he told me. He said, let your light shine. (laughs) That they may see your good deeds and glorify the Father. So when you let your light shine, the Lord gets glorification. Like he becomes glorified. You get to lift him up and he lifts you up. He lifts you up because what I know personally, and I know we had a rocky start getting here just now (laughs) in this recording, but what I come to know is that surely it's not about you. I'm sure I've, and we are, oh man, I don't even think we celebrated our 100th episode. I'm pretty sure we're over it. I'm going to check that out later. But (laughs) what I know now and what I've said over and over and over and over and over and over again is I am, I am nothing without the Lord. Something my grandmother, my Nana, um, said to me um, a couple of weeks ago was that I, she thanked me for being her granddaughter. She said, God, she said, to God be the glory for you being my granddaughter. And those words, like, put my heart in a headlock. <laughs> because what? And if my Nana means so much to me. She means so much to me. And I've talked about her, I'm sure, a couple of times. Um, but she means so much to me. And for her to say that, though, to affirm me in such a way, because in my mind, that's what she did. She was affirming me, right? Affirming God in my life. And she told me other things that she shares so much with me, y'all. But another thing that she told me, it's probably been about a month or so now, is that Jackie, you are a woman who loves the Lord and is led by God. You love the Lord and you are really led by God. She firsthand knows that there is not a move I make <laughs> without his consultation. My light is able to shine, uh, to shine because I consult the Lord about everything. Where should I go? Who should I talk to? What should I eat today? Um, and granted, I don't, I don't get it right every day. I don't even ask him every day. But the majority of the time, I am, I spend a lot of time talking to the Lord. Because he is my confidant. He has been a companion to me. 
I am because he is. He lives within me. It is in him that I live, move, and have my being. When my essence or what I consider to be my essence, right, my spirit has been revealed to others, it is because he made them to see himself within me. When people were skeptical about me or even when I was skeptical about others, he allows me to see who they are in him through his 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 um through his lens. And because honey, <laughs> some folks be having to be messed up. I ain't gonna hold you. Um but it allows for me to have such a grace with others. And I thank him for that. I have not always been as patient as I am. I have not always been um, well-tempered as I am. <laughs> um, and I am grateful. I was talking to a friend, a uh, I think this was last week or maybe a couple of days ago. And I was just sharing with her. Uh, some of my past when I was remembering how angry I was and I told her, I said, I was destructive in my anger. So destructive. That to, in my, in hindsight, right, to see sometimes to even, when I look on certain memories, I am in shock of myself and it's scary <laughs> but I'm grateful that the Lord was great, gracious um, to me to say, hey, it stops here. It ends here. Um, you need work. You got some work to do. So I need you to go ahead and uh, I need you to get to where you're supposed to be. And me getting to where I needed to be was me relinquishing control of who I thought I was. And who I thought I was to become in a very strong way. Because at that time, I had no identity. So now that he has given to me identity. He is saying, let that person flourish. Come from behind the curtain. You are no longer hidden. As the scripture has already said, it says you are the light of the world. You are a town built on a hill that cannot be hidden. He said, people, people don't light a lamp and put it under a bowl, right? Instead, they put it on a stand and it gives light to everyone in the house. And as I picture this, I am seeing it, not only that it, it literally gives light to everyone in the house, but it re, it reflects. It gives a reflection. It casts. Like, have you ever seen, uh, if you're looking at a candle or a bowl <laughs> that has a tea light under it, you see your reflection. And it's because of the light that is there. You can't. See a reflection in darkness. You would see a shadow, but you can't see a reflection in darkness.
So why would you try to hide? You can't hide what's beaming. That's what I'm seeing right now. It says, in the same way, let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds. It's okay to show your light. It's okay to shine your light. It's okay that you are beaming. You shine your light. You're showing your good deeds. Right? I'm not known to be a broadcaster by any means. <laughs> Outside of podcasting, right? <laughs> I am not a broadcaster. Outside of any other means. You know, except for when I actually go live and have to record and things of that nature. I, it is my desire to, I feel like I'm talking so slow, but it's my desire to always be authentic, to always be compassionate, to always be understanding and um, full of love, right? I don't want to uh, only receive love, but I want to be the individual that gives out love. Because believe it or not, there is somebody that's walking around who don't believe that there is somebody else that out there cares for them. That's how... uh, that's how other detrimental things are, that happens in other people's lives, right? That's how sadness occurs or one of the ways that sadness occurs and why some people choose to shut themselves off from the world because they don't think or believe that there is anybody that's out there, that anybody out there that cares for them. That's what, uh, <laughs> what makes uh, Tabitha Brown really, really amazing is that not only is she an authentic being, but she makes anyone whom she encounters feel love, right? She has this beautiful way of drawing you in, right? It's who she is. She's just very vibrant and full of life and light. And I'm sure it is if you were in her presence, um, this is just me from observation, right? If you had been in, if you are in her presence, you can't help but to feel that. And friend, she's uh, one of my friends said, Jackie, she said, your presence is a presence. Like when it is. When you are not in a space that you once occupied, it is felt. And I told her, I said (laughs) that that's something that I'm actually learning about myself. Like, you know, it's one thing that, you know, I've heard it over the years. I've heard it. But no, it's one thing that I'm actually embracing. That Yeah, fam, your presence is a presence for real. And that's not to go, I mean, it is ultimately to go to to beep beep. So if I'm ever in your presence, <laughs> you embrace it. Um, but it also goes into, goes in, in line with what I, I've said a couple of times before is that when you meet me, you don't just meet me. I'm someone who you are, who you encounter. You encounter me because you are, encountering the God in me, right? I understand very much so that I impact the lives of others. I know that. 
And so it is always my endeavor to do so in a very grand way, an intentional way. Not ever to prey upon someone, P-R-E-Y. Not ever to manipulate someone. I believe that my heart is very pure and I intend to keep it that way. And even in having such a stance, I've testified about it before. (laughs) It's not always well received. In fact, it actually upsets some people. The positivity (laughs) that I carry. Some people think I put it on, but no. I choose peace. I choose love. I choose joy. Because after all, it's a choice. I, and I, I do everything within my power to maintain it. But if at any time I can't find the things that make me me, I know that I can go to the Father and He will remind me. And not only will He remind me, but He'll put others before you and before me that they may see your good deeds and remind you of the good deed. And I am reminded that Lord, I owe you glory. I've been reminded that I owe him glory, that other people see the light within me. And when I do that, he (laughs) allows my candle to burn longer. I don't want to be foolish and unwise, right? And not ever be caught. I don't ever want to be caught in a space where my lamp is not lit. But understand this. That in order for my lamp to be lit, I must burn for Jesus. I must carry his name. I (laughs) must carry his character. And his love, his essence, that's called fruit. These things that I'm naming, it's called fruit. I must bear fruit. And all of that fruit, honey, comes with obedience. And that is not a word that we always embrace. That is not a a word that we always admire. But it is a thing that must be fulfilled. Obedience must be fulfilled in order to bear fruit. And when that fruit is but bare, has been born, that is your light, it also helps your light to shine. What would we do without the farmer who gets up early in the morning? to tend to his field to make sure 
that the vegetables and the fruits that they are or have planted is doing what it needs to do. It requires work. <laughs> it requires sacrifice. And sacrifice may look different. Sometimes sacrifice comes in the form of, you know what, not being able to hang around the same people. Sacrifice means to have, you know, sometimes making very tough choices. Sacrifice looks like not having a full understanding, but yet you trust God. I had a conversation with someone the other day. And I was frustrated within that conversation. And I was telling her, I'm like, okay, I get that I gotta I gotta trust the Lord. I get I gotta trust the Lord, but can can I can I need my I said to her, I said, but baby, I need I need the lamp to be lit. I need my path to be lit so that I can at least see where I'm going. So that I can understand that I, you know, if there is something that's trying to trip me, I want to be able to see that. And she said, she kind of laughed a little bit. She said, because what I'm seeing is, you know, in an old fashioned show or cartoon or whatever it is. She gave an example of certs. And she said, is that how they used to put a lamp on a boot or a shoe so that when these people were walking, you know, in, the, in wherever, you know, spaces that they were in, that it gives just a little bit of light. So that they can kind of see where they're going. Their light doesn't go far, but it shows them a little bit. And I said, exactly. Because that's what I was picturing too. Uh, a, a shoe lamp of sorts. Because it's really what I was picturing. And she was like, <laughs> he'll be a light. Uh, uh, he'll be a lamp unto your feet, right? And a light unto your path. He said, but some, she said, some, but that light, honey, it only gives you a little bit of, it shows, it just shows you a little bit of the path. It don't give you a full, you know, outlook. Then I'm paraphrasing. And y'all not always being able to see where you are is hard. That's hard, but that's the sacrifice. That's where God comes in and say, hey, trust me. Trust me. Right? So let your light so shine before men. Right? That they may see your good deeds and glorify your father in heaven. Let your light shine. In your conversations, because I can hear somebody say, how do you do that? Let it shine in your conversations. Be an encouragement to somebody else, right? Don't be the person that's tearing other people down. Congratulate someone else on their success, even if you don't know what it took for them to get there. Sometimes the greatest gratitude that is felt comes from a stranger or an unsuspecting person. Because they don't know what it took. Whereas there could be someone very close to you, a family member, a friend, someone who grew up with you, whatever, who can have a front, a front row view to who it is that you're becoming and they miss the entire ride. The same light the stranger sees should have been beaming and reflecting off those that are near you, those that are, who understand all of you, 
But that's not always the case. And that, my dear, is a tough seat to sit in. But that's why we don't do things for men in everything that you do. We are supposed to do it wholeheartedly unto the Lord. For what reason, y'all? It's so that he gets glorified. It's for the same reason. If you're looking for the reward of men, that's or hand claps and affirmations from men, maybe then that's all that you're going to get. But when you do it unto the Lord, he's the first person to crown you. And then he'll have somebody else notify you like, hey, God sees you and he's proud of you. He sees you and he is proud of you because he knows and understands what it took for you to bear the fruit. He knows how many times he had to, (laughs) I choose my words carefully in this moment, how many times he had to bring you into his office and say, hey, 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 hey. Get over here, little baby. All right. He knew the work that you put in and how you fought him to to rest. And he was like, hey, if you rest, I can do my part. So he'll create the space for you to rest, to relinquish control. To encourage others on the journey. Or to do nothing. To do nothing. So that he reestablishes you. So he makes sure again that, hey, it's not you who does anything. But he wants you to even sit down to rest so that you'll be reminded that, hey, He's your firm foundation. And if he's your firm foundation, oh honey, it's impenetrable. He being your firm foundation establishes you in such a way that nothing, nothing could hinder what it is that you are to become through him. So we glorify him in this language, in this moment, and at this time, because it's because of God that I am. And ain't no way around that. There is no way around. You won't. There is a cost to glory that many of us did not ask for. Some things couldn't be accounted for. These things, 
Now faith is the substance of things hoped for and the evidence of things unseen. When people, when you receive, when you see people receiving glory, understand it is the evidence that has not been seen. It is evidence unseen, work unseen, breaking that was unseen that produced what you get to see. And some of us went kicking, screaming, and fighting. But in the same way, our confession became, Lord, not my will, but your will be done. Our confession has been a say yes. Saying yes to being slain for the Lord. So when you see someone else beaming, you are you may be experiencing their celebration. But applaud them for what it is that they've come through. Because that's what's really being, that's the evidence unseen. I take you back to the text I received. He's the individual that texted me, he said. I don't know if you needed to hear this or not, but I am proud of you. He said, times get rough, but you always manage to smile, stay strong, and push through. You are the embodiment of black excellence and the perfect painted picture of an achieving black woman. It's the push through. For He said, continue to shine your light. And giving insights of what it means to be strong-minded, keeping your faith, and loving yourself. These insights to strength, which are the things that make me who I am. Came from pushing through. Some very difficult spaces. And to God be the glory. So the light that is being seen now. Was once covered. By a dark space. God has had to take me under. Excuse me. 
in order for me to break through and shine for his glory. I don't take it lightly. I have not liked the experiences. I'll be the first to tell you that. <laughs> Didn't like the experiences. But what I know is that I am in the palm of his hand and that my reward that I am receiving even in the now is that he allowed me to be steadfast, unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. That I have a firm foundation. And that he truly is the rock in which I stand. And I am grateful to God for who he is in me. Even when I don't understand what he's doing, Jen. <laughs> I'm grateful. And so I submit to you all on this day, once again, to let your light so shine. I didn't even realize I was going for 37 minutes. Well, we bless the Lord. But to let your light so shine in the... I'm sorry, before others, that they may see your good deeds and glorify your Father in heaven. Let it shine, child. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. This little light of mine, I'm going to let it shine. Let it shine, let it shine, let it shine. As always, keep praying, keep pressing and stand tall. Hey, Seekers. Thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode and you like to help support the podcast, please share it with others. Post about it on social media or leave a rating and review. You could even send a voicemail by clicking the link in our show notes. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at Insights to Strength. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.